You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Welcome, welcome everybody to the day with Trey right here for day one at the Paramount Theater. I'm so excited to be back in this illustrious theater with so much history for the Seattle area and it is known far and wide. So I'm just grateful to our partnership with SCG for having Converge Media and of course having me, the day with Trey back in the building and it's so exciting for me. We've got a great show lined up for you guys today. I get to talk to Jack McLarnan. He is uh, the one who is over all of the performing arts programs. I'll be talking to him about what they have going on here for STG. And then, of course, we got Converge Media's Jay Martin Jr. in the building. We're going to be hearing all about his new season that's on PBS. Um, you know, he does a wide a range of things. So I'm so excited that I get to talk to him about all the great things he has going on. And closing out the show with me today, is Black Stacks, you guys. They are in the building back from their No Excuses tour all throughout Europe. They're going to be telling us all about that amazing experience and sharing with us lessons learned from abroad. But of course, you guys know this is the top of the show, so it's a great time for you to tag and share the stream. Please go ahead and tag and share this beautiful stream today at this amazing theater with all the friends that you know could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. And don't worry if you cannot watch us. We still got you covered. You can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network in The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me there. Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. I mean, you name it. I don't. Some of the platforms, I don't even know the names of them. But trust me, if you love them, I'm sure you can search and find us on there. Shout out to our podcast team for making that happen. 200 plus platforms. So trust me, it's a lot of greatness going on. But uh, I got to say, y'all know I got a jam-packed show for y'all today. We had to do it big right here at the Paramount. So I'm so glad that over the next couple of days, you guys will hear me talking to some folks that are working behind the scenes at STG. And up next is Jack. What's up, Jack? How are you? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I got to say, you said today you were relaxed. You were ready. I see you in your, your blacks. You're ready for production today. <laughs> you're used to. Yeah, you're used to, to this. But, you know, when when we when I hear uh, performing arts programs immediately, I think to myself, wow, OK, what kind of programs do you guys have going on? And make sure that the people understand, because oftentimes people think this is maybe something that's hard to get into. But with performing arts programs, it's clearly open to people in community who are loving performing arts. Tell us more about your role. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just again, thanks for being here. And thanks to Converge for, for being here at the Paramount. It's awesome to have you all here. Um, yeah, so, you know, everybody knows we do a lot of different programming at STG, right? We do Broadway shows, concerts, comedy. So the performing arts series is where we take sort of mission driven, very arts forward choices. We package it all in a brochure. I call it a curatorial capsule. It's a, a very focused selection of artists. Uh, it's a very diverse array of artists from communities across the world and across the country. So we're talking about contemporary dance. We're talking about global music. We're talking about jazz. 
Uh, we're talking about theatrical projects um, and also forms that are, you know, a mashup of many different styles and practices that are sort of unclassifiable. Yeah, yeah, because there's so many different wide ranges of performing arts. I mean, you just kind of named a, a litany uh, that we're used to here, but you guys do do a lot of work here, but you guys also connect with different promoters who then just take out the space. I know um, folks were telling me, oh my God, you know, you got the partnership with SCG and Issa Rae is going to be there. And I'm like, well, that's actually, you guys have things that are outside of that. Tell us a bit about how those kind of partnerships also work. Sure. I mean, there's a number of different ways that we work. So we, we do a lot of curating and programming in-house. Um, and then, yeah, we work with all kinds of promoters um, from across the region and across the country to bring great shows into the spaces. You know, ultimately, it's all about just having a wealth of great art and great performances. However, we can facilitate that, you yeah. know, and, and hosting, you know, taking care of this theater and uh, making sure that artists and audiences really feel welcome and taken care of when they come here. Yeah, that's that's important. I mean, I know the last time we were here um, at the Paramount, you know, we heard so much about the connection to community, really opening up this space so that community members feel like this is a space that's for them as well. Um, and, you know, that's really some work y'all have to do. Tell us a bit about how you do that for the performing arts programs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think a couple big ways. One is building long term relationships with artists so that we have artists who are returning every year or every couple of years, you know, sometimes for decades uh, so that they can build audience and build relationships. Um, and then I have these incredible colleagues in our education and community engagement department. And so I work with them, you know, to get these artists in the community teaching classes and doing mentorship and working with students, working with young professional artists. Um, and I, you know, I'm always looking to connect with artists for whom that's like a central part of their practice that they uh, teaching the work, you know, connecting to the next generation is not like a side thing for them. It's really part of their process. Um, so that that's a huge part of it, I think. And then a lot of it is just outreach, like making sure that people know about these shows, you know, and that these offerings are happening. That's really key. I mean, uh, you got a, a beautiful theater here. It's just so historic and iconic. And I think, you know, part of it is, you know, people think, oh, you know, a show's there. You still got to do work to get the audience here. Right. I mean, that's yeah, huge. Yeah, absolutely. Th that really is. Uh, tell us a bit about, you know, some of those partnerships. I mean, when you talk about, you know, Seattle, Seattle has such an eclectic kind of music scene. Right. There's so many different genres that are going on here. And I keep hearing from artists like, man, I came to Seattle because it was kind of a great place for me to jumpstart my career in the music industry. So how are you guys plugging in with those folks to say, you know what? Yeah, we got big names coming here, but we also want to support local artistry uh, from right here in Seattle. How are you doing that work? You talked about building those relationships. You know, how does somebody who's like, man, I'm trying to get one of those relationships. How do they do that? It's a great question. And I think it's, uh, you know, having these rooms that are relatively large, and working with a lot of touring bands, uh, I think it's a real challenge. And it's an ongoing challenge that, you know, we're sort of interrogating on a daily basis. Um, you know, always trying to find opportunities to put local artists on as openers, um, which is more challenging than you might think. Um, and then I think always just trying to keep an ear to the ground, you know, as artists um, can sell out clubs and, and other rooms in town, whether we can go in and and rent the clubs and, and do those shows um, or start working with them when they're ready for, you know, a more theater sized crowd. Um, I, I think that that's a lot of it. Um, and again, back to the education, 
we work with a lot of teaching artists, mm -hmm. you know, so these are artists and performers who uh, we work with uh, in their teaching capacity quite a lot. Um, and I think that's probably the, the biggest way in terms of like the most artists that we can work with. Yeah. I mean, when I think about programming here, um, I just think about some of the ways that I've been able to experience STG. I mean, you got more music at the more you got dance this. Uh, those are two that pop off at, in, you know, in my head, because I know that those two programs specifically really take uh, a reach out to community. Right. And uh, I heard Miss Melba say it even the last time we were here and she was talking about, you know, uh, Northwest Tap Connection and their uh, relationship with STG. But maybe you could tell us a little bit more about some of those specific programs because those are just two that I know of off the top of my head. Uh, you, you gave us kind of a litany of the, the style of programming. Uh, what are some of the ways that folks can really plug into some specific programs? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those are definitely two of our flagship programs. Uh, we also run an Ailey Camp, uh, which is a pretty incredible uh, program for, for young people that happens every summer. Uh, a lot of what I do is sort of one-off in the sense that like a, a touring dance company will come to town. Good example coming up, we have Dance Theater of Harlem uh, that will be here next week. Uh, they must be doing five or six different dance class engagements around the region uh, while they're here. Um, so again, I have, I have these awesome colleagues on our education team. They're on the ground connected to those dance studios um, and we're getting these, you know, world-renowned professional dancers in to connect with young Seattle dance uh, students and young artists. Um, so a lot of it is kind of, you know, it's about getting on the email list and, and keeping up with what we're doing. Um, and then, yeah, there are those great flagship programs like More Music at the More. Yeah, well, it's good to hear that there's a lot of opportunity to have these kind of one-offs because oftentimes I think that there's um, there, there's something that's really anchoring about flagship programs, but it's also good to be able to be flexible as, you know, different opportunities come about throughout the years, right? And so it's great to hear that. Tell us a bit about you, Jack. Uh, you know, this is a real, um, you know, amazing, uh, you know, role that you have here at SCG. Tell us a bit about what got you into the role and what your background is that really allowed you to say, man, this is how I can really make an impact. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's a real, it's an honor and a privilege. Um, and I, I really take it seriously. I mean, these venues are incredible. They've been here, you know, long before us. Uh, if we do our job right, they'll be here long after us still standing. So we're really just stewards of these places for, you know, this particular period of time. And uh, I, I think of the venues almost as like a public good in a lot of ways because they're, they're such institutions in Seattle. Uh, for me, I mean, my background is as a musician and a visual artist. Um, and so when I was younger, that was, you know, my ambition was to be a professional artist. Um, and I, you know, I think I realized one, like I was okay, but I wasn't like great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and also I think through, through being a musician, through being an artist, uh, me and my friends and colleagues and classmates were always organizing. We were always throwing shows um, just because we wanted to make it happen. Um, or, you know, my friends started, the, you know, they were like the rap promoters in our little college town and we're bringing all these touring artists through. And it was like I was doing it without even realizing that it was a potential career path. Um, so it kind of just came naturally in that way. And I, the more I did it, the more I realized I, ha I have a sort of a natural affinity or a natural talent in the sort of organizing side. Um, and I love it. I mean, it's to be a part of facilitating having great art happen on stage, having audiences connect to great artists, 
you know, it, it's a greater accomplishment than I probably ever would have had as a bass player. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, I, well look, look, you said it. I didn't say it, Jack. You said yeah, it. No, it's but true. I do think it's uh, it's great to be able to have that lived experience that you can bring into the role. And again, you know, kind of doing it on the fly, on your own, like with, you know, these kind of independent crews to bring all of that right here to SCG is super huge. Uh, when you think about the impact of your role, right? I mean, you were just talking about how important it is to work with teaching artists, right? Um, as a, as a real pillar to your work and your approach to it. What are some of the things that you are the most excited about that you've been able to accomplish, you know, thus far in your role uh, and, and bringing that kind of, you know, um, viewpoint that you have about the importance of working with folks in community to the role and, and to SCG in particular, what are some of those highlights? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, for me, everything begins and ends with the artists. Um, and so, you know, I'm really proud of the relationships I've built, uh, mostly with, with touring artists, but I think many of whom uh, maybe wouldn't be coming to Seattle, you know, if we weren't doing what we were doing. Um, and so uh, I think I've done a lot of building in contemporary dance and bringing a lot of like young, uh, really super talented choreographers through Seattle, like Kyle Abraham, who has been mm -hmm. on Converge, yeah. um, and Michelle Dorrance, and uh, this great company, Kid Pivot from Crystal Pite. Um, I mean, there's so many cool artists that I've been lucky to work with. Black Violin, yes. our super great group. Um, but, you know, so really, I think just uh, focusing on an investment in artist relationships, intending to work with artists for like the long haul, you know, I think uh, if we're going to bring someone here once, that doesn't really make a lot of sense, right? It's about what can we build over 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? Um, and how can we support artists? How can we be a part of a network of presenters in this country that an artist can count on when they're thinking about touring next year and the year after that? Um, and so another thing that I've, I've done over the past, um, it's almost eight years now I've, I've been here, um, you know, I've gotten great support from our leadership team and our board of directors to do this. Uh, to really expand our commissioning role. Um, and so what that really is, is like investing in a new piece um, that artists is trying to fund um, and essentially with, with no um, expectation of like a financial return. So it's not an, an investment in that sense. It's really just saying, we believe in your work. We want you to be able to make the best work that you can make. Um, and we want to be part of a network of presenters that are going to support your work so that you can continue to grow um, so that the field can continue to be exciting so that we can have artists that are pushing the boundaries of like what's possible. Um, and that kind of institutional support is the only way it's going to happen. Right. Cause it, that kind of work can't really happen in like a strictly commercial in environment. Right. The numbers just don't work. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what I'm most focused on, I think. And that's what I'm most proud of so far. But, you know, it's a process. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Still it, a lot to do. It, yeah, it's ever evolving. And, yeah. and, and the thing is, is that I think it's important for uh, you in particular in the role that you play here at SCG to understand that because you never want to get like, you know, stagnant in your moves and say, OK, we've done enough. We're, we're done. only going to focus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're only focusing on these things. So it's great to hear uh, from you yourself, Jack, that you're open to those opportunities that, you know, you're saying, look, there's opportunity for community and local artists to really be engaged and involved here. I want to give you some time to make sure you look right there in that camera and let folks know if they're out there and they're like, maybe they are teaching artists, but they don't have a relationship with you and STG. Let them know how they can connect, how folks can plug into the amazing programs you guys here have here for performing arts. Sure. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to give you my email address. <laughs> 
It's jackm at scgpresents.org. Just email me. If you have a show coming up, send, send it to me. Send me the listing. Um, if you have something you want to propose, like I'll get it to the right person here. You know, uh, We want to know about everything that's going on. We want to know about every artist that's making work here in Seattle. Um, so yeah, Jack M at stgpresents.org. Oh man, Jack, you're the man. You're like, I'm putting it out <laughs> yeah, there. Just you email know? me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Be bold. There's no, you know, uh, middleman getting right to you. Right. Jack, thank you so much for being on the day with Trey with me today. And sharing I am the middleman. Your, yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right to you. I appreciate it. Make sure that people know how they're going to get plugged in. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you again for this amazing partnership that you guys have with us here at Converge. Means a lot. I'm glad we could be back here at the Paramount with all of you. Thanks so much for being with me. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Trey. Absolutely. Oh my goodness, you guys. We're already starting off to a great start. And you know we have to have this ball rolling. We're going to continue that with Jay Martin Jr. He is in the building. He's going to be telling us all about the new season he has on PBS on TV right now. You guys don't want to miss this. Stay tuned, y'all. You're watching today with Trey. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And joining me in the beautiful Paramount Theater right now is my buddy right here from Converge Media, Jay Martin Jr. What's up, Jay? How you doing? <laughs> I'm so glad to be here today. Oh, wow. my goodness. You know what? I'm going to tell you, uh, Jay. You know, when I look around, the yeah. first time we were here, we're, I was like, you know how many times I've come here and right. didn't pay enough attention to the architecture, yes. the detail yes. that is up in this building. I mean, it's so beautiful, exquisite. You know, it's it's actually a very emotional moment for me. You know, I like to, you know, go down this little trail. Um, so uh, years ago, my grandma flew from New York and she took me to my first big production and it was here. Wow. And so uh, I remember her getting the tickets and saying, boy, let's go dream. And so to be here now in the room <laughs> and she, you know, passed in 2020, mm -hmm. but I know she's looking down and to sit in a seat like this and have a conversation and talk about the moments that are happening today. It's just over. And I'm not going to cry. But I want to cry because I just I, I, I worked so hard and I wanted her to see this. And I remember walking through the room and um, us taking our seats. And she said, you need to be in rooms like this. Mm -hmm. It's important that you see something beautiful and always look at something that's ahead that is beautiful. So I'm grateful to be in the room today. Trey. Oh, I'm my so goodness. Grateful. It's you, amazing. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about family legacy, obviously, yeah. for me, the last time I was here on the very last show yeah. uh my parents actually surprised me because wow. because really i was like mom you know and dad uh, you guys know i'm at the paramount right and they're like oh yeah we you know good <laughs> congratulations they were they were literally being like oh good for you uh -huh. we're, just, we're so proud of yeah, like they yeah. weren't gonna come and i was like you know we have a live studio <laughs> audience studio every audience single day too, right yeah. and and so when they showed up on that oh. friday i was like 
Oh, uh, and so the, mom was like, I was holding it in all week. We were so excited. You know what I mean? And, and really, my dad at that point in time, he wasn't coming out a lot. He had health wow. issues. So yeah. he was at the house often. So when I, I kind of was like, OK, maybe I expected my mom. Yeah. But then my dad came around the corner Ooh. and I was like, oh, you know, I, I mean, I'm telling you. And so, uh, you know, with my dad passing mm. uh, at the end of July, really, uh, for me, this is such a huge deal. Yes. Right. To be yes. back here. Name on the marquee. Yes. again. I, I'm like, I know that just like you said with your grandma, I know my dad is looking down saying, there you go, baby. Yes. girl. Keep on go. pushing. And I'm not going to cry. <laughs> you know, that that is so important yeah. as we think about the legacy yeah. that we step in. And mm -hmm. that kind of brings me to where you are, because I mean, we know about the dry project. You're right. doing great work, Jay. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us a bit about this new season on PBS. Just tell us. I, I'm so grateful. This is the second season with KCTS 9. PBS and um, the show is called KCTS Presents. It's all the international shows that are from all over the world. And so I get to be the television host along with my co-host. And but this was different because the, the first season you're handed the script and then you just read the script. Yeah. This time they said, you know what? Because we talked about making black America. So we're talking about Frederick Douglass. We're talking about Harriet Tubman. And they said, we want to give you the opportunity to write that sitting there watching the documentaries and being able to put my thoughts on paper. And then you walk to set and you read your thoughts out loud. It was just so real to me. And so to have that opportunity in this season was just so overwhelming. It was great to work with the directors, Jeremy Croft and the producers. And, and so I'm just so thankful that this season gives a little bit of a broader perspective, a, a bigger perspective on just what America was like then and how they were able to overcome certain things. And because of the price they've paid, we're able to sit in seats like this today. Yeah. And so the show is doing well. It's on PBS. It's airing constantly throughout the day. And I'm, I'm so thankful for it. I'm thankful. I mean, Jay, that is huge. Yeah. That really is huge. And, and really, when we talk about being able to infuse your perspective yes. um, in it, that's something that I really appreciate about Converge. Yes. Because people, I've heard it so many times that when they come to the studio, they're like, we thought you guys had a, a teleprompter or something. Like, <laughs> right, how are you right. doing this? Yeah. And, and it wasn't until I had enough people say that, that I was like, yeah, like, actually, mm -hmm. you know, we, we do do it different. But it's because we are infusing ourselves in everything that we do here right, at Converge right, right. and just being in the room over this past weekend. Yes. I know we got to talk about it because we were right there. <laughs> yeah. Joyce Taylor, Essex oh. Porter, Black Voices Matter. Yes, it yes. was a phenomenal discussion they were able to have. But one thing that I really uh, took away was being able to really connect with them afterwards. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, what I said to, to Essex, I said, Look, you know, I, people say journalists and I and I almost sometimes shy away from it. And right, I tell right. them I'm more like a media personality uh, because I'm I am opinionated and yeah. I, I don't come with this kind of generalistic viewpoint. I, I'm like, this is who I am. I'm yeah. infusing myself in everything that we cover. Right. Mm -hmm. Whether it's news, community or whatever. And he said, no, 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 no. He said, 
journalism has a wide range. Yes, it does. It yes, is it broad does. in its mm -hmm. perspective. He said, you are a journalist because you're upfront about the fact that you're going to infuse yourself yes, in it. Exactly. You know, you're not hiding that. And it really, it struck me. Yeah. I just wanted to ask you, you know, cause you were there in studio. Tell us a bit about some of the moments that really struck you this past week. You know, I think what was so amazing, I grew up watching, you know, the legend Essex Porter and still watch, you know, Joyce Taylor. And so to finally walk in and be that close to people that have worked so hard to tell the stories that we need to hear. Um, I was so inspired to continue my journey. And, you know, Essex said it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, you know, especially being one of the first, you know, I thought about, I remember Mount St. Helens mm -hmm. and, you know, I wasn't born yet, but I studied that in school yeah. and to know that he was like the first to be out there talking about it, you know, all of that taking place. And then he continued on with politics and going forth and it just wasn't easy. He said, but I got up and I kept going. And so that's encouraging to me you know, doing what I'm doing, you know, with the podcast and stuff like that. And he was like, keep going. I want to sit down with you. I'm like, you want to sit with me? Me? What do you, what do you mean? And he's like, I want to sit down with you and, and just hear your heart on what do you see for the future? And that was one of the questions. What do you see for us in the next 15 to 20 years? He said that we would tell the stories. You would see more representation. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so grateful for Converge, you know, that allows me to be in this space and to sit around great people like that. So it was overwhelming, you know, and it was amazing. But it was tangible yeah. for the first time from the screen to actually sitting right there was just it was just phenomenal. You know, I agree. And I think that when we talk about the impact that the work that we have, yeah. um, that for me is everything. Mm -hmm. and, and when people say, well, what is your dream? And I just say, I, I, I have to continue creating and crafting impact media. Yes. Right. And, yes. and so one of the things that uh, he also said that I, it just struck me was, you know, even when he may be the only one in the room, right, he right. has to be the one to, to bring it about. Right. Yeah. And that's OK. Maybe they won't accept everything, mm -hmm. but at least now they're thinking different yes. because of what I've added to mm -hmm. the conversation. And I really I really take that on because, you know, this weekend, as I was at my son's football game mm -hmm. for the CD Panthers, uh, shout out to the whole Panthers crew. <laughs> I mean, we Panthers. were out there in the rain yeah. and shout out to Converge. Converge was out there in the rain. Right. Uh, but I, I'll say that I, you witness the outpouring of community love mm -hmm. and the way that the other teams have really created these opportunities to give love to Kiana Pickett, yeah. you know, as her husband, you know, Devon was just recently murdered. Yes. The idea of what community means mm -hmm. and how it's so important for those young folks to have representation yes. like what we're doing yeah. here, like what you're doing on PBS and right. what you're doing with your podcast. This is so important yeah. in terms of us really being stewards of crafting that impact media. Tell us a bit about what that means to you because yeah. you're doing a lot of different projects and you talk about the influence of your grandmother. Yeah. But, you know, as you think about the next generation yeah. and what we're doing today, how it's maybe paving the way mm -hmm. for more opportunities like this for those who come after us. Right. That's important. Tell us a bit about Well, you know, what's, what's interesting to me is I just had a conversation and with the director and there's two ways to look at it. You can look at it as, well, I'm the only one that's in the room that is my color skin. And it's like, oh, I, I, I don't know if I should say something. But then at the same time, I'm the only one in the room. I have opportunity. And so it's all about perspective. And so I'll never forget. He said something to me. He said, you know, Jay, you don't know what little boy, what little girl who's watching the screen and they see you and they go, oh, so I can do it, too. Yeah. It's not just it's 
it's not just about you. It's bigger than you. And so I always think about when I do my episodes or I'm doing a show, I think to myself of reaching the one. You know, I can't reach the world all at once, but I can reach the one and that one will tell someone else. And all of a sudden your world begins to grow because you're focusing on, can I just connect with that one person? That one person is going to tell somebody else. And there was something on Instagram one time, they said, nobody watches your stuff. And then somebody said, no, 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 there's someone watching. And all you need is one person to see and it begins to change the world. And so I think it is very important for us as people that, you get up and show up and do the work because you don't know who's on the other side. And it's, again, it's so much bigger than you. And I also have this mindset of your gift will make room for you. There will come a day where, because you have done so much in the dark, working on your gift, working on your craft, that one day when you show up in the right space, That's the key. When you show up in the right space and your gift is received, your gift will precede you and you won't have to do as much Mm -hmm. because what you've worked on so hard will just explode before so many people. And so I, I think of the work that I do today of even when you feel like people are not watching, someone's going to see it. And so just continue to do the work, work on yourself, because on the other side of that, the world is so big. The world is so great. So I tell people, if you stop, was you you are holding up somebody else's blessing because you stop because you can be a blessing you can be a gift to somebody else so that's why I do what I do I think of the children I think of my own children I think of people that are all around that you know what if you just think about that one person that maybe is sitting on the edge of their bed maybe sitting on the edge of their couch like what should I do and they see your gift they see what you're doing, all of a sudden it opens up their mind to dream again. That's what my grandma did for me. She wanted to do shows. She wanted to be interviewed. She wanted, so she invested in me. And I was like, I don't know what you see, grandma, but now I look at today and I'm so thankful for being pushed. She saw something bigger. So that's when I see the work that I do. I see something bigger and I think of the other person on the other side. So oh, it's important. That's so beautiful. And that perspective is so necessary, Jay. You know, uh, my mom has this running joke and she says it to everyone. And every time she says it, I cringe a little. And she's like, you know, Trey, I want to be you when I grow up. <laughs> and, I say, and I say, oh my gosh, mom. But, but, I, but we've actually broken that down and she's talked to me about mm. why why and yeah. how she's so inspired to yes. be like oh my god you just you're unapologetic you've been through, right, you've right. done it and now you're continuing to do yeah. it in, in big you know theaters like this yes. you know it's so impactful and, and i also think when you were talking there's a song and it really is almost a mantra for me and it's grind eat sleep wake mm-hmm. up grind yes. eat, eat sleep, sleep wake, wake up. up like every single day you when you talk about you know putting your all into something yeah, that's yeah. how it has to be for me all the time all the time and when uh when those opportunities come and i start giving less of myself right i say okay i need to think about what what's the next yes, thing for me yes because you gotta grind eat sleep wake up jay yeah. every time we get to talk it's a beautiful time <laughs> i want to make sure you let folks know how to catch up with you and the yeah. projects you have going on look right there let them know how to catch up well with you. you can find the drive project podcast on Spotify, on Apple, of course, on convergemedia.com. It's available on SoundCloud. You know, you can follow me at Jay Martin Jr. on Instagram and Facebook. You can catch me on KCTS9 here in Seattle. You can also stream it um, on kcts9.com for PBS. And I'm just overwhelmed and thankful to anybody that supports the work that we do and that I do. And 
um, I'm just looking forward to growing together. So. Absolutely, Jay. Always a pleasure. Always a good time. Thank you for being here with Thank me you. at the Paramount. I yes, appreciate can you believe you. it? We're here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I told y'all the conversation was going to continue, but I got to tell you guys, I'm so excited because I'm such a big fan of the guest that's coming up next. Black Stacks, you guys, is coming up after this short break, and they're going to be telling us all about the lessons learned from their No Excuses tour, their second time throughout Europe. Can't wait to dive into it with them. You guys don't want to miss this. I promise you that. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Basically, fam, believe in giving. Like, we have to be willing to give more, and people seem to always think giving means money, but nah, bro. It's like you can give time, you can give understanding, you can give access, you can give a listening ear and an open heart. You can give and share your God-given gifts and talents, but you just got to give. Hey, I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and joining me right now on the set right here at the Paramount Theater is my people's Black Stacks. What's up, y'all? What's happening, Trey? How you doing? I'm good. <laughs> hey, no, okay. So I talked about me being a big fan, but I got to really like, I've seen y'all here, and now I've seen y'all in Europe, throughout Europe. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys a little secret here, okay? Because I was there really working with these guys. But I had to tame myself so that my video wasn't bouncing as I'm bouncing and trying to catch. Y'all are so amazing. Uh, this was y'all's second time throughout Europe. And I, I really I know how important it was for you guys to bring lessons back home. And so just tell us a bit about why that's important to you guys as you guys have these experiences that take you to different parts of the world. Well, first, I want to acknowledge all of those who helped create the No Excuses Tour. Uh, Mira Craft, uh, give a lot of love to Mira Craft. Mira Craft is super dope, y'all. Um, Revolver Concentiri in Italy, uh, Mixtape Addicts in France, and then so far throughout London and the UK and just making that connection. And also I want to acknowledge the group that went with us. G Fields, Sydney Johnson, two-person band that makes it sound like 10. They're wonderful. They're super dynamic and just add another element to our, to our sound. So you asked about the lessons learned. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting when we talk about lessons because every experience is different. None of them are the same, right? And you can't go into them thinking, oh, it's going to be like this or it's going to be like that because you never know. You know, we were able to see an 80-year-old woman dance with her 23-year-old granddaughter. You know, that's a lesson that was taught and brought back. We were able to talk to people who didn't speak English but heard us through the music and we were able to have that vibration with them. That's another lesson learned. Um, we were able to see some more black folks on this trip <laughs> and speak to the diaspora throughout UK and throughout these other countries that we went to. So that's another lesson learned. So every time we go, I think, you know, there's no preconceived notion of what we're going for. It's what we're willing to give and what we're willing to receive. And so each lesson is based on the experience that we have. Yeah, I, I mean, it, that's so true. And I think there, there's something to be said about the adaptability uh, of you all as a group, too, as you enter these different environments. Right. And it's like, hey, no matter who's out there, we're rocking. That's what we do. We're going to bring it. Right. And I really saw that dedication and that level of consistency with your artistry. Tell us a bit about how that is kind of like a foundation to how you guys really show up at different venues, no matter where you are. You guys really are like, no, nah, we 
give it 110% every time. Just tell us a bit about that because I experienced it with all of y'all. You're talking about Sid, G, Phil's like everybody was like, nah, every single show, we're giving it everything we have. Well, you know, it's a part of like being raised in a way that says that, you know, who you are is important. So what you have to give is important. And when you work with people that have a value in what they do, then that just means that you're making a collective of people who understand that the mission is the most important thing. And the mission of music is to heal. You know, Jay says that as well. The mission of music is to heal. And so when we're, when, when you have an idea that you're healing people with not just it being you, but a collective of medicine, you know, a, an array of, you know, natural remedies or whatever it is that you want to call. But hearing and feeling people that feel what they're doing, that, that is true and honest. You know, we work with people that are honest enough with themselves to know themselves, know themselves on good days, know themselves on bad days, but know themselves in a way that when it comes down to what is being given, and what it is that you want to receive, because it is reciprocity in the music. And so we, um, we, we come with what it is that we've been brought up that says, come with you first, come with how you're feeling, but then also know that there are people coming with something else. You know, they're either coming to take, they're coming to receive, they're coming to enjoy, they're coming to cry, they're coming to dance, whatever they're coming with, just be able to be open. And if you stay open, then you don't have to worry about what you're not giving them. You just be open enough to go, this is me for right now. And this is going to be for me forever. So therefore, let me let you have it. So we let them have it. Yeah, no, you know, you let them have it in a way that I experienced. And I said, oh, my gosh, uh, the level of dedication is really uh, uh, such a, a great uh, addition and like a layer to your artistry, what you guys put out there. Uh, but, you know, you were talking about this amazing team. And I really want, you know, folks to hear from you all about how important it is to have a solid team around you to get you to, to have opportunities like this. I mean, some of the folks over there, you know, we talk about DJ King Flow. There was so, uh, Tiska Santa, Sanka, Tiska right? Sanka. Yeah, Tiska Sanka. Uh, you know, some of these amazing artists that have their own names and have their own platforms, but they also really connected with you all and what you all give in terms of your artistry. But that seems like such an important factor when you're going to countries that you're not from and, you know, you, you have all these fans there now. And it's like you guys have also have anchors and relationships. You talked a bit about that. Tell us about how important that is as you think about, you know, coming from, you know, your, your range here throughout Seattle, Pacific Northwest, and, and the United States and taking it somewhere else? Relationships are everything. They're everything. You know, what you build and how you build it is very important to what comes out of it. You know, I had met uh, DJ King Flo through the pandemic and had never met him. And that was the first time I was ever able to meet him in person and shake his hand. And he was able to bring his community into our journey. And how beautiful that was. We were in a place where there were young people that were what they call at risk. We were in a place where there were people who are funding these um, these venues. We were at a place where artists that are well known in those areas showed up and performed with us, danced with us through the rain. It was a great experience. And so I think anytime you can build a relationship that is built on genuineness, mm -hmm. authenticity, respect, honor, appreciation. There's a value to it that you get that when you go there and you have, you know, get a meeting in person. And so it was a beautiful thing to do. 
You know, Trey came to that part. Trey came right after we left Italy and she showed up in, in Rome. And the next day we were gone to France and then we were gone to the UK. So she came at the like the back end of the tour. So you came into this energy and, you know, it was beautiful to have you there. It was beautiful to share that energy with you and for you to be able to see. This is the kind of relationships that we're talking about, yeah. the real ones that are authentic and organic and, and they're not contrived. Yeah. They're not just based off what they can get but it's also what they can get. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, you talked about that, the reciprocity of it all. Right. And it's so true, but I got to see it like full throttle. And I, you know, I was like, Oh my God, I'm already such a huge fan of theirs. Like to be able to see you guys in these different stages, different venues with people just being so plugged in, it was really inspiring for me because I think about a lot of artists, you know, Jack earlier was talking about, you know, STG's kind of commitment to local artists here, to teaching artists. Y'all are that, right? You, you know, you have a whole other thing going on with the residency. We know, I mean, you're out here in community. You are always teaching young people. So both of you really bring that to what Black Stacks is. And you guys did it over there as well, right? You guys were connecting with young folks over there to really help share your story. Uh, tell us a bit about why that's important important to you all when we think about how you take the lessons you guys are learning uh, throughout your journey of artistry and really giving, uh, you know, parts of that to the next generation as they think about themselves um, and see themselves in you guys uh, as you guys have really, you know, really built a, a solid foundation for the work that y'all do. Um, so short in short, you know, young people, because they are the present and the future. And we think about them in the future because we don't think about anything happening to them. But we also have to understand that they are present and we have to make sure that they understand that their presence is important, not just their future, because their future is what we're trying to instill with them all the time, but it's not promised. And that used to be a thing that for me, when I was, as I was growing up, is that my future was promised in terms of my longevity to live to be an old woman. That's not promised no more. So infusing them with who they are and their potential to be the greatness of who they are has always been something that was infused in me. So uh, so that is important because they don't know their fear unless they step up to the plate and then swing, right? And you have to let them know fear is not something that you back away from. And when it comes down to your talent, you step up to it so that your gift can be what it is, like what um, the young man was saying, uh, Jay, mm -hmm. Jay, okay. what Jay was saying um, earlier, just in terms of like that gift. And so, you know, you have to, I'm not, not you have to, finding that they are full of what it is that once I was full of at that age, and now I have a fullness that is different because of my age. And there's a need to be able to replenish one myself infusing that and then watching them infuse me with what it is that they have. The other thing too is they're so inspirational. These young people are so inspirational. There's, you know, they're creative. They have dreams. They have goals. There's there's things that they want to reach. And when you see them on that path and you see that they're serious about it and passionate about it and committed to it, it will be consistent. It's our job to support that. It's our job to get behind that and walk with them and support them the way my parents supported me. Right. Like my pops used to tell me, I'm not here to be uh, in the light. I'm here to support you. So if anything comes up, 
I'm here to help you with that. And so yeah. that's the mentality. That's the mind state that we take as we travel, whether it's through Seattle, whether it's overseas, wherever it's outer space, wherever we go. And there's young people. We want to be able to have a connection. Well, you know, I, I, I got to get real personal because I got uh, Miss Felicia V. Loud uh, here with me today. And it, it takes me back. I do, I, yeah, because it because I think about being at the Paramount. I think about seeing you, uh, you know, at Axe, I think it was. And, uh, you know, I was a young person and I got to see myself in you on stage as a young person in elementary school. And so I, you guys, I, I, I've shared this several times, but uh, that was really, there was a moment for me of like, I want to do what she's doing on stage. Cause I was watching her act her butt off and seeing her butt off. And I'm like, who is this amazing person? And so I immediately, I was so connected. I was so drawn in when Jay talks about the, just hitting that one. I don't know how, whoever else you hit in that audience, but you hit me. And when I think about, you know, taking it seriously, you know, especially uh, as a young person, all the on camera and all this kind of training I was doing, but then to get to Garfield, y'all and I'm at part of this like theater troupe and we're just like young and spunky and we're like we're gonna write our own content you know we're out here taking our you know our messaging to the man you know like we were so serious and you know oh shout out to Justin Emeka love you so much right uh just a huge mentor to me and he's like oh I'm gonna bring my friend in you guys and in walks Miss Felicia V. Loud. And I, I don't know if you remember, but I was like, oh, I was like stuck. I was so stuck because I was like, oh, I remember her on stage, Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry, killing it. And that being such a pivotal moment for me. And so when you talk about connecting with young people and, and you know, we've shared this personally, but it means so much to me to have that continual relationship with you to this day. And I was sharing with her. I'm like, you couldn't have told me, you know, when I was a young person in that audience, that I would become what I am today, have all the experiences that I've had on camera, off camera, behind the scenes, on the stage, all of that, and also have been able to work with you in that capacity. I just got to thank you publicly again, because you gave, you gave of yourself then, and I've watched you continue to give of yourself today. Oh, God. <laughs> give of yourself today. And I tell you, like I, when I watched you guys internationally, that was another layer. You couldn't have told me, you know what I mean? As a young person in that audience that I would be able to travel with y'all and see you still giving it like that to this very day. So just shout out to you guys for everything that you do. Um, the impact that you Thank make. You, no, it is felt. It is felt for real from me and so many others. And I heard it while we were overseas. People are coming to me like, man, these guys... Who, what, oh my God, they killed it. I mean, we heard so many great things. Um, I just want to make sure that you guys get that opportunity because you guys have an amazing platform. People can connect with y'all. You guys got a, a new one that's coming out, I think with, with Tiski Sanka, right? A, a great collaboration. Make sure y'all look right there. Let folks know how they can tap in with Black Stacks and all the great things y'all have going on. <laughs> I will say that you can check us out at um, on our website at blackstacksmusic.com. You can also check us out on IG at black underscore stacks. And, and we have a new song out with Tiske Sanka <laughs> and DJ King Flow called Common Language Hip Hop Lingo. It's on all platforms on YouTube. We also have our latest release, Clickbait. Tap in, stay engaged, 
Stay stacks and stay keep stacks. Going, oh, you guys, I am so uh, in honor of what you do. Thank you so much for gracing the day with Trey in the Paramount Theater today with your presence. I know you guys got busy schedules. Y'all are always on the move. Y'all didn't get no break coming back. Thank y'all so much for being here, for sharing your experience overseas. I know that that means a lot to artists who are here because they see y'all do it. They're like, wait a minute. We can, too. That's the beauty of it. And the beautiful thing about that is we're going to debrief with the community. Yeah. You know, we're doing it now on Converge, but we're going to sit down with the community and have a conversation about our experience and invite young folks and old folks and our peers in to have this great conversation to see how we can continue to build this bridge from Seattle to the rest of the world. Absolutely. Well, y'all are really doing it. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's always a pleasure to sit with y'all. Thank you, Trey. Thank Absolutely. You, Trey. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I get a little emotional. Of course, I'm telling you, I'm a huge fan. And if you guys do not know Black Sax and their amazing music, make sure you check them out. They are doing positive messaging through their music. They infuse themselves in it like no other. And really, it's such an honor to have them with me today. Of course, I get to wrap up after this short break. We got one more for you. Stay tuned, you guys. After this, you guys are watching The Day with Trey. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And what a great episode we had today on day one right here at the Paramount. I got to give a huge shout out to everybody who came here today in the live studio audience. Give it up for yourselves. <laughs> oh, woo, woo, woo. Hey, I told y'all, we kept telling y'all, get your tickets, get your tickets, because trust and believe it is live right here at the Paramount Theater. Of course, I got to give a huge shout out to my guest today, uh, Jack McLarnon, for telling us all about the performing arts programs they have here at STG Presents. There's so many different things, and he gave you his email, y'all. So make sure if you're somebody out there who says, I need to get plugged in, I need to get connected, or I want to learn more, make sure you go ahead and email Jack. Also, it's always a great honor to be with my guy Jay Martin Jr. and all of the amazing things he has going on right here on Converge and also on PBS on KCTS 9. Uh, just a, always a great time with me and Jay and of course the illustrious Black Stacks for being here today sharing a little bit about their tour uh, No Excuses their second time throughout Europe and as you know you heard it right there they're going to be bringing these lessons in a discussion format out to the community because for them it's so important to really share the experiences and, and make folks know, like, look, you can do it too. And as Jay said, you never know who you may be touching. So y'all know for me, I want you to be inspired. That's right. Not only are we here at the Paramount Theater and doing Converge right here, but also these guests that we're bringing on are another opportunity for you to be inspired, to see yourself as a part of the solution, as all of them have in their own right. Trust me, it doesn't matter what you think you may be bringing to this host of all of the amazing talent. But when you do something that is for someone other than yourself, you are indeed seeing yourself as a part of the solution. And it's so necessary for all of us to be inspired by what you bring out to all of us. So I want to thank you guys for watching. Huge shout out to everybody here, the Converge crew, for making this amazing setup happen today. And I'm excited to be back here at the Paramount Theater tomorrow. I got Rex Kinney in the building. So we're going to be talking again about some of the education programs that are going on here at the Paramount and STG. I'm also going to be talking to my brother, Proof in the Play, the Troop with Proof. You guys know him right here from Converge Media. 
he and I have yet to sit down, but we have been friends and brothers and sisters and community for 20 plus years. So I'm so excited that I get to have him on the show tomorrow. And I'm going to be wrapping up with KY King Garrett of Africatown. You guys know Africatown is doing so many things. It's been a while since we tapped in with them. So I'm so glad that he made some time to also join me tomorrow. So y'all don't want to miss tomorrow at all. And for me, until tomorrow at 11 a.m., Peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.